0: Here we go, Full House gang. Strewman, the four outdoorsman, with uh, my buddy Sam and Mark and uh, Monty. It's uh, Jake Montgomery, right? Yes. He's with the White Bear Lake uh, Fishing Club, White Bear Lake High School Fishing Club. we got Matt Thompson, professional fisherman. we got a big shot in the studio with us tonight. And we got Jen and Tyler and, and Andrew back for the, the fishing guys. We'll talk to those guys later on. About White Bear Lake High School fishing, I you guys don't realize how fortunate you guys are because we were talking about this last night at
1: the Bassinators,
0: the Bassinators, the Bassinators' 20th annual banquet, and we never had that stuff when we were kids. You know, we we played baseball and, and we had our seasons were like eight games a year. You know, and that was it. You know, that kind of stuff. So we never had any of that. Did stuff you
1: before. walk uphill both ways too?
0: In the snow mm-hmm. all year long. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of fun, so. Welcome, everybody, to the 4-Hour endorsement. I'll tell you what, it's been a heck of a day. I just got back from the Twins game, and they won. They're back in the winning. They're back in the winning. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Brandon's making some funny things here. You're not
2: supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> right. It's true. Way to, he just uh, read the word long the pause, curtain. pretty much.
3: <laughs> um, I'm going to change your mic at some point. But keep talking. But that's how I'm getting at. I was oh. just telling Mark. I'm going to jump in there is it, and do is a is switch it scratchy? Run.
1: It's just uh, it's sounding a little. You want to rotate like, over? Can you rotate you your mic over? And rotate your mic over? <laughs>
4: Like this? We
1: have a full house. <laughs> every set of headphones, every microphone, live, live, radio. live <laughs> radio, live radio.
0: So just I'm gonna make, make a change. A Wait, mic, how does that sound? Down. Golden, golden voice. I didn't know. I didn't do anything wrong. We're not here, used to this much company. Usually yeah. it's just us. See, we were trying to impress these big, ki- big shot kids, but it is not working whatsoever. But anyway, and the twins won three to two or three to one, something like that. It was fun. Uh, it's about a time, think they've been sucking, but uh, they're back in the winning. They're back in the winning column. So Sambo, how you doing, how you doing pal?
2: I am doing good. Thanks, Drew. It's uh, good to be back at Bob FN's studio. Yeah, we
0: missed you uh, at uh, the Bassinators Banquet last night.
2: Yeah, I was at another fundraiser.
0: Yeah. Sam is, Sam is now the new owner of, he and his family are new owners of Capra's Sporting Goods on Highway 65 and Blaine. So he's a big shot, and, and uh, all of a sudden he's finding him. He's, he's, he's spreading himself way too thin. So he was supposed to, he was going to join us last yeah. night, and he said, you know what, I triple booked. He, he had to, now you've got to jump through hoops to, to make people happy. So it's tough, tough gigs. You're so. too generous.
1: You have too many charity events to go to. Yeah. <laughs> I try. Yeah. What
2: goes around, comes around.
0: The only people who have not asked him for any money or anything like that are barber shops. Of course, he's got no hair to uh, promote right. for those guys to hair, but, uh, but it was fun. We heard a was...
1: rim shot from your studio.
0: So, Mark, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about the Bassinator's uh, banquet last night. Did you have a good time? Mm-hmm. And uh...
1: I did, and you did a great job hosting. Uh, thanks. Um, I know you so well that I know when you host... I'm always like kind of a little nervous. Yes, he is. I um, Because we do call him the wild card for a reason, because he uh, says what he thinks, and uh, that's a great thing for radio. Um, but you did a fantastic job. You told uh, age-appropriate jokes, I which did. I appreciated. I'm really proud of I've myself. I've heard every strew joke the past <laughs> 10 years, and they're all great, but... There's only a very select few of the top that
0: are age-appropriate for yeah. that crowd. And, and you nailed it. I did a pretty good job. And Matt uh, Matt Thompson joined us last night. Did you have fun last night? And thanks for joining us at the Bassinators uh, event last night.
3: No, absolutely. Thanks for having me here tonight. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great time. It was one of those things I've never heard of the Bassinators until they had asked me to come and be their key speaker. And then you do a little internet research, and it was unbelievable. I, I, yeah.
0: I thought I was the key speaker. No, you. It was you. No, yeah. you're the host. Oh, I was the he host. Was, right. He was the draw. Right. You were the. the you're the, the, the guy setup. who introduced. That's what the I key speaker. <laughs> I was Ed McMahon, and you were yeah, yeah. Johnny yeah. Carson. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know how it goes. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it was fun. This guy Matt, Matt's going to be uh, uh, finishing up with us the second half. Talk all about uh, his his bass fishing career and his musky fishing career. So, but you're going to chime in the whole time. But the bass. Now, I, I'm with you until. Matt and Jeffrey came in and, and the other Jeff came in or whatever was all from Bassinators. Yeah, yep. from a while back to talk about Bassinators. I really never knew much about it because I've we've never been involved in that. And then you dig into it and what these guys do, and they've been doing it for twenty years, is amazing. Yeah. And and I I've done a lot of stuff like the banquets we talked about, the Wildwood Lions Club, sportsman's dinner is a big deal. You can raise ten, fifteen thousand dollars selling shotguns and having dice games, all the but the feeling and the attitude and the atmosphere at Bassinators, uh, it it It, hurt, it hits home. It, it, it tugs at the heart because these guys are the real deal. You're doing it for the right reasons. It was a pretty cool deal. So. It's, you know, and I said it last night.
3: It, we always had the mantra in muskie fishing the catch, photo, and release, you know, please practice CPR, the future of fishing is in your hands. Well, What's incredible now is when you go to a group like the Bassinators or, you know, I was fortunate enough on Monday night to speak for the people that you're going to be talking to tonight, the White Bear Lake Fishing Team. That's funny. It's literally these parents and these coaches and the people that are behind all of the youth in this sport. The future of fishing is it's in their hands. This is the future of fishing.
0: Yeah. And it's it looks good. And we'll have a couple of guys. We're gonna have Tyler and Andrew and Jen uh, on the microphone in the next 10 or 15 minutes, and talking all about what these these guys do, along with Monty. You know, and they have some of these kids speak. Uh, Newton, who knows who's the guy? The last kid who spoke, who was there for a long, long time, and always. T-man.
2: You say
3: kid Kenan, he was like Kenan.
0: thirty, but yeah. Yeah. Kenan. Keep going. He's a kid, thirty years old Keenan. <laughs> it's okay
1: to call out how old
0: he is too. If yeah. you remember, he called I me. I remember out he by a snipe,
1: he's like, so. How old are you back there? You're like, I'm only fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Even old guys like that are still doing it, <laughs>
0: right? But to have so many have so many kids like that are still doing something in the industry, it it shows the world what what organizations like Bassinators do. Now, Monty, how long have you been involved with Bassinators? Not with Bassinators. So that's because oh, that's that's right. That's right. You're the, you're yeah. the white Bear lake. Yeah, white, no, Bear, white That's Bear. okay.
5: Uh, our, our program has been around since 2015. We had uh, a young student come to our principal and come to a couple of the gentlemen in our, um, Todd Krantz and Tim Schneider. They helped to start with uh, Derek LeGrand was a young student. At white bear lake in in 2015 and he got that program started and i just became the liaison at the school i've been teaching there for 20 years so uh that was an easy transition into that and so um i am part of minnesota junior bass nation yeah which is high school and juniors as well so it's just one more league and one more program that's out there for kids <clears throat> it's, it's kind of hard
1: to keep them all straight a little yeah. bit <laughs> I, I, I there's agree. There's that's a great thing. There's a lot of great programs for kids out there and
5: that's that's wonderful. Yeah, we spend a lot of time kind of explaining or re explaining
0: yep. a lot of that. Yep. And we had uh years ago, um must be about five or our show, the four outdoorsman has been on the on the air for about eight or nine, going into our ninth year right now, I think. And we had a couple of kids from the University of Minnesota about three or four years ago. Austin it's, Felix. Who, no, it wasn't Austin Felix and we had we had these two guys who pretty much started the the bass fishing team at the University of Minnesota, and no one's ever heard of them. They got you know, they got a 14-foot fishing boat and 12 guys went fishing, and those two guys qualified for the Nationals. They went to South Carolina or Alabama. They never had fished these lakes before. They drove all night long. Pre-fished in the day. They fished the tournament. I think they won the NCAA fishing tournament. And the one kid, I forget his name, had Lyme's disease. Remember that? They came in the studio with us. I swear that was Austin. No, it wasn't Austin. Chong no. Vang.
3: Was I it? believe it? Was, really? I
0: believe it was Chong Vang. Yeah, it could be. There was two guys are with and, and one of the kids who spoke very slowly because Lyme's disease is the real deal. And he was very intelligent and all that. But almost if you didn't know he had Lyme's disease, you would think there were other issues. And he was telling us about what he's gone through with Lyme's disease. But these guys stayed up all night, drove all through the night, and won the tournament the next day. That's crazy for Minnesota. And all of a sudden, you guys kick in with, with the all these fishing leagues and bass fishing tournaments and all that for kids. It's amazing. Mark?
1: Yeah, we're going to get uh, into that in our second segment, all about the White Bear Lake fishing team. We want to learn. Uh, you know, what it takes, what's involved to get in to get into that. Uh, as we, we have younger children, and, and it's just terribly interesting. It's a great option. We're going to do that in the second you break. You looked at me like we were co-parents. We are kind <laughs> of. <laughs> we're <in> the same. We <laughs> have younger children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah together. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're both
0: voting for walls. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> keep on going. I'm sorry about, sorry about Bud that. Light. Um, Bud Light says
3: it's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a funny story about that. I'll tell you later.
1: Anyway, um we we want to get through shout-outs and talk a little bit about what's going on overall in Minnesota before we get to our guests. It's cold, it's wet. You run an outdoor um, retail shop. Are people crazy about turkeys, or is it not? Is it too early still?
2: Um, people are slowly getting into it now. You're feeling that hunch. It was like that warm weather threw a curveball to everyone. Like, oh hey, yeah, I can do some yard work, but then they forget about you know turkey seasons here. I would say we had more people uh, like. You were, t- or you were talking about the eleventh hour, right? A lot of last-minute shoppers. I think the weather is messing with the turkeys. I think it, the, the next couple weeks are going to be a lot better.
1: How many people are like night before turkey season? They come in and get turkey loads and a choke and buy a shotgun and, le- you know, how many people are really prepped and how many people are scrambling? Dean Capra. I You know Dean Capra. Yeah.
2: I would oh say twenty. Lord. I would say twenty-five to thirty percent are prepared. Yeah. And then you, you have the guys that come in last minute because, hey, my my uncle Bill just told me he's going to bring me turkey hunting tomorrow. Like he said, I got to get loads. Like, do you guys have that? Like, so it, it, I would say there is a lot of minute, a lot, lot of last minute shoppers, but the weather is just mentally screwed everybody. Like you don't know what season we're in right now. So except flood season.
0: Hey, Monty, I want to thank you for taking the time and, and, yeah. and, and being flexible for all you guys, being flexible, because we tried to get them on a couple of times here, and it was all screwed up, and we were going to be at Capra Sporting Goods, and you were you were coaching, and you couldn't do it, and we'll be doing probably three out of four shows at Capra's from this point on. After it's more, baseball season. Yeah, it's more, convenient, <laughs> it's more convenient for all of us sure. than whatnot, you know, but anyway, so... Uh, thanks to you for being flexible. Now, Sam, you own, you and your family own Capra Sporting Goods, which is a beautiful, great store in Blaine. You're doing wonderfully. How do you feel when someone comes in to talk about turkey hunting and you have no idea what the hell are you are talking about?
1: Um, I have shot... He's the only one out of us that is successful in turkey hunting. Yeah.
0: So <laughs>
2: shut up, true
0: You shot a turkey? Yeah. Well you did yeah, with, with, with Michael Waddell. Well, Michael Waddell. Hell I could shoot a turkey with Michael Waddell. He didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You shot like a huge turkey. It was yeah, like a he said it was top record. two biggest turkeys
2: he's ever seen. So does so that make uh,
0: this is a good question. Whether it's a fish or a deer or whatever, if it's the biggest fish, does that make you a better fisherman or a better hunter or whatever? No, it
2: doesn't. Yes. No. No, I would say uh, ask the tournament fisherman. <laughs> you know? no,
0: no, I'm
3: gonna go out and, on a limb and say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so I ask guess these tournament I'm gonna
2: piggyback that since I shot it and say yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm wrong. You know <laughs> what? Wrong. I will say this. I'm gonna use your famous saying, and you get this from your buddy Billy. Is you know it's not the destiny or it's the destination. Yeah. Of, let's get. It's, it's not, not the, the destination, destination. It's, it's the, the journey. journey. It is, yeah. I had, that was like, I don't care if I would have shot a turkey on that or not. It was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. Yeah.
0: Well, now that you said that, I feel like I'm in a room with seven Dianas, my wife. I'm always wrong. Go ahead, Mark. You but guys you have are. to say, I am always wrong. Uh,
1: I, we're going to do shout-outs quick in this first segment. Thank you, everyone, for writing in. Really appreciate uh, all you loyal listeners that do the shout-out every week um like our friend Corey back to lose out turkey hunting he's sending me pictures of turkeys right now saying it's hard to turkey hunt and listen uh that's okay you can also listen to the podcast so we appreciate that twin cities wall unlimited says soft water is finally here looking forward to our may 4th meeting with speaker brad hawthorne he's a great guy from hawthorne's guide service uh jesse is showing videos of uh, turkeys running in front of his blind apparently we have a a lot of listeners listening from a turkey blind, which They're is They're not going to
0: learn anything from us, I tell you he that. He
1: said, did some whacking and stacking on turkeys this weekend. Called in three toms and three are going in the smoker. It's awesome watching my son Chase and his friends out turkey shoots. That's great. John Marshall <laughs> says, uh, got out with the boys this weekend chasing some gobblers. The calls I picked up at Capra Sporting Goods were awesome. Hey,
0: yep. boy. What's, John,
2: the top,
1: what's the top seller call?
2: For uh, turkey? Yeah. The Bone Collector Booger Bottom. <laughs> Only available at Capra Sporting. Or the, or the all-weather version, the Soggy Bottom. Oh, there you go. Uh, Tony soggy Freund bottom said,
1: bottom. no panfish uh, yet, but the po- but the equipment switch is happening. Snowmobile going into hibernation and the boat's coming out. I just set up. My boat is being picked up at Power Lodge uh, May 5th, so I'm and ready for that. So thank you, Power Lodge, de Mayo. keeping my baby. Shannon Cruz says, lots of spring activities with some great videos. Um, Looks like he's butchering up some turkey. And uh, Craig Rudolph Jr. says, just got done butchering some pigs, waiting to listen to the show.
0: You know, I'll tell you what, people... Is it pig season? Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I thought that was the fall. People have listened to the show before. Again, we've been on for a long, long time. And and Mark and I, we have no idea what we're doing as far as we we have to go with people like you Matt or maybe you Monty to learn cuz we just want to go along for the ride and catch fish or maybe shoot a bird or whatever it is. So Mark and I were with Boomer and who knows who else 5 years ago on by Lake Travers out there by Big Stone Lake and Boomer's and we're going to go we're going to go turkey hunting. And Mark and I get up early oh, one morning at 3:34 yeah. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and Mark and I go out all by ourselves and he's got one turkey looks like a a a dead rubber chicken that got run over by a semi. It's deflated. Yeah, it's It's deflated. It it, 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 it puts it in the ground and it falls over, and we're sitting in a blind... (laughs) He's trying to make calls. I got a shotgun shell. I got an eight seventy Remington with yeah. shotgun shells that don't fit. Oh, they fit. Do they fit in my barrel or not? Well,
1: he had a three and a half inch shell, and his gun did not take three and a half inch shells. Well, I tried to get it in so there, he but it jammed. Didn't... One in the chamber. Yeah, I got it in which there. Is Highly
0: unrecommended. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, no turkeys
1: came by because we probably both be dead.
0: Yeah, we sat there thinking we have no idea what are we doing here. We, you should have heard this guy when he's was trying a long to the That was like my oh, first turkey. Oh God in. Almighty! Oh God, that's that's uh, the. Left-handed pole lock, me side of St. Paul and me that was coming out that day, but I—I some of my best stories
1: are. Tur- I have not been successful, but some of my favorite times hunting has been turkey yeah. hunting, uh, just because you can go out with other people. And I—I I took my boys out. It's always fun. It's you know, it's We've there's got- always turkeys around. I just. We've I haven't shot quite a, a bit yet. too,
2: and it's we've always had a good time. I've seen
1: two hundred turkeys turkey hunting, just not a time. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you better swallow your pride and shoot whatever walks in front of you. I will.
1: Jake's yeah. dead this year, I'll tell yeah, you that. You I say that every year. But so man, have you know.
0: ever turkey
3: hunted? I uh, <clears throat> so pretty much like you have said, I've tried it a couple of times. I am so poor at it. <laughs> I, same deal. I, it, you know, I tried I've tried to call it turkey. <laughs> and i've called in everything except a turkey I, I think i called in a dying squirrel i've called in a crow i've called in a coyote and not a turkey yet so yes i have turkey hunted no i have not well had god any is fair you success. can't be good at everything
1: right i you know you're what you're top of the game fishing if you're a good hunter that would just be unfair
3: it, it's ironic though listening to him talk about hunting with michael waddell because i'm fortunate enough that i've been able to take out you know, people in, in like, the music industry, yep. like uh, Travis Tritt. right? Oh, cool. uh, awesome. Yeah, cool. So I've taken Travis Muskie
1: fish.
2: That had to be trouble.
1: Well. Oh, oh nicely I see what you done. did there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is that <laughs> one of his songs?
1: <laughs>
2: T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Oh, now, I, know, I know that one, yeah. On. yeah. Now Robert, I know who Bob wrote the jokes
3: for the bass <laughs> <did> last night. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it's my job. To take somebody out, and make them feel like Captain Ahab. Yeah, right. And that's what Michael did for you. He took some guy that looked like Joe Biden on his staircase, and <laughs> yeah, took hey, him easy. turkey on, and made him feel like. Was I sleeping you know? over here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. just that's
0: our job. We had Ron Sheriff, <laughs> Mark Mark's buddy, Ron Sheriff has been on a number of times, and Mark works with Ron Sheriff Productions, Minnesota Bond, all that kind of good stuff. And Ron's been on a couple of times. Mark gets him on every year because of turkey hunting. He's addicted to turkey hunting, and we're talking about Give us some tips, and he said one of the first things you have to know to be a successful turkey hunter is you really have to be quiet, so that leaves you out, Drew, man. Right. So I I just don't think I could do it. I yeah. don't think I could sit there and not talk to anybody for Sitting two Sitting still and being quiet are not nah, your strong points. No, it's not points. good for me. No, yeah. no, not, not good. Going to wrap it up? Yep. Oh, you You're not supposed be, to say that out loud. Why? Wow. <laughs> he read long You guys pause. have done this before. Right? <laughs> yeah. We'll be right back with the White Bear Lake Fishing League, I think is what it's called, with Monty and Jen and Tyler and Andrew, right? Be right back, you guys.
3: You're listening to The Four Outdoorsmen, part of Bob Outdoors.
0: If you're an angler, Devil's Lake speaks for itself. Big fish and a lot of fish. But the entire town is filled to the brim with fun all year round. There's weekly movies and concerts in the park. Early June brings the Devil's Run Classic Car Show. You can take a chance at Spirit Lake Casino or be part of the 47th Chamber Team Walleye Tourney on June 23rd. And if you like hiking trails or a great restaurant or a round of golf, (laughs) Devil's Lake, baby. DevilsLakeND.com. And thanks. It's
1: time for Capra Sporting Goods Ice Fishing Clearance Sale. Get select ice fishing stuff for up to 30% off. Get huge discounts on electric augers like Strike Master, Ion, and Razor. Electronics like Garmin LiveScope, Vexlar, Markham, Otter and Eskimo sleds and hubs, rods, reels, tackles, and more. These are the best deals of the year. In-store only. Call or come in for specific pricing on what you're looking for. While supplies last, Capra's Outdoors on Highway 65 in Blaine. You know who has deals? Capra's has deals.
0: It's a privilege to be able to brag about Arrowhead Outdoors of Ely every week. It's the oldest bait store in Ely. Arrowhead is Ely's largest provider of live bait with a huge selection of tackle, camping, and hunting supplies. And there's a very good chance you're going to walk out of that store knowing you've met two new, very helpful friends. Are you pulling a trailer? Arrowhead Outdoors offers every customer off-street parking, and that's rare in Ely, Minnesota. Hey, tell Chris and Steve you were sent by the four outdoorsmen. Go catch a few fish Arrowhead Outdoors Elymn.com
1: Upgrade your summer fun And save big with Power Lodge Power Sale For a limited time Save up to $3,500 On select aluminum and fiberglass fishing boats From brands like Alumacraft, Smokercraft, and Triton Save up to $21,000 On select new Godfrey and Bennington pontoons Hit the trails this summer With the new CF Moto Z4 side-by-side Starting at $99.99 Hit the lakes and trails in style this summer The Power Lodge Power Sale Going on now Not all brands carried in all locations. Visit or call your local Power Lodge for more details.
0: Hey, Lake Plantagenet is a fisherman's paradise and home to Balsam Beach Resort, just five miles south of Bemidji. Balsam Beach is the exclusive resort on the lake and is a perfect Minnesota destination for multi-fishing limits, RV camping, ATV travel, or simply relaxing with your family in a remote natural setting. The boys and I visit every year. In every trip, our families enjoy all of the amenities this award-winning resort has to offer. Beautiful resort, wonderful hosts, great fishing, and that's balsambeachresort.com.
3: Hey, it's Jeff Jones here from your No Repeat Workday, and there were so many people that signed up for the Bob FM Summer Walleye Connection at Ballard's Resort. They decided to open up 10 more slots for people to sign up. So if you thought about it and didn't sign up, grab one of the last remaining spots. It's two days guided fishing on Lake of the Woods, three nights lodging, all of your food, fishing equipment taken care of, and that includes the coach ride up to Ballard's and back. If you want to be one of the last 10 people to join us for the Bob FM Summer Walleye Connection with this special price, go to MyBobCountry.com for the full
6: details. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel.
7: Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks,
1: presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just
6: robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than... Babbel. Babbel.
4: Babbel. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Are
5: your investments going nowhere? Here's a tip that always pays big dividends. Invest in yourself, your talent, your smarts, your skills. Maybe it's time to make that investment and start a career in IT, or upskill to boost your current career. At My Computer Career, you can bank on us. We'll help you get the right skills and the right certifications to start or advance your IT career. IT keeps growing, so go with the growth at My Computer Career. The right training, the right timing, the right career. Invest in you at mycomputercareer.edu. Start now.
4: Total Country Barbecue.
7: <laughs>
0: Strewman here, English teacher from Hamlin University, is giving uh, Tyler and Andrew a, a, a grammar lesson here. And it's nobody cares. Hey Strewman here, we gotta tell you what, thanks. <laughs> Welcome back to the Four Outdoorsman. We, we're missing Sam right now and Mark Lukic because they left the studio. They're going to watch the Minnesota Wild take care of Dallas. Is it right, Dallas? Is there a, Hey and Mark Fisher? Pick it up, Mark. Get your microphone on. Mark Fisher, put your headphones on. Say hi to this guy.
1: I see a secret weapon in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. You're still
3: on the wrong side of the window. There you go. <laughs> hey, watching ice fishing. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, Mark. The best
3: way to ice fish is watch it.
0: Ma- that's Mark Fisher. That's Mark Fisher talking to uh, Matt Matt uh, Thompson here. Um, hey, Mark, I yeah, tell you what. I, I that's use me. I use I use your line all the time. We're gonna talk to the. The White Bear Lake High School fishing league here, and guys here in a couple of seconds. But Great. I use I used your line last night. I use it all the time. When Mark's been doing this for a lot longer than I have, and you I've can never, tell
1: by the color of his yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And
0: I and I and I've I've never heard him talk about ice fishing. So I got him on the air one time, just like we're doing right now, because he's in charge of Real Talk Outdoors at seven o'clock, and it's a lot of fun. Tommy Newstrom and and uh, Mr. Hansen there, and I said, to Mark, you know. How come you never talk about ice fishing? Don't you ice fish? He says, nope, my wife lets me drink at home. That's a great <laughs> line. And I'm going to use it forever. I'm going to use it forever. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you guys have fun. Yeah, we will. We got Matt Thompson here who's going to take care of us. Take care, Matt. You too, sir. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being uh, on the on the 4 Outdoors. We'll start with Monty. Tell us what's going on. Who do we have here, and why do we have you guys here?
5: All right. So right here we have Tyler Tamani. Uh, Tyler is one of my anglers has been with us for five six years now five or six yeah and uh so he's he's now uh, an outgoing senior he's gonna be graduating this spring uh and then we have andrew andrew is a 10th grader he's been with us for now two three years this is going to be your third year correct um myself obviously being with this team since it started in 2015 uh coach jen here she's also been with us since that time because her oldest son came through he was one of the Early, yeah. Just after early anglers. Started, yeah. So, yeah. So she's been with us since the beginning as well. And so we've had hundreds. Jen, of kids your your, come your
0: oldest son, you started this the Wiper Lake High, High School fishing league or team in yep. 2015. Correct, Jen. How did you end up getting involved? Who's, who pushed whom? Was, what's your oldest son's name?
4: Austin started, and it was every Monday. So A little
0: closer to the mic if you would, or pull the mic toward you if you want to. So when you
4: Austin started, there um, you go. I had to drive him every week because he was only 15. Yeah. So instead of going back home, I would just sit in at the meetings, and I just got, you know, these guys. I love fishing. I love hunting. Good I for love, you. I love anything outdoors. So I got involved instead of just driving back and forth. I stayed. I became one of the coaches with them. He had a great four years in it. Tyler came through. He's had phenomenal four or five years. And then I have a ninth grader boy who's just starting out, too.
0: Good for you. So. You know, the age 15 wouldn't have any bearing on my kids. They would have driven to school anyway. They wouldn't have told me, but they would have gone to practice. <laughs> right? They would have taken someone's car, that kind of crap. It's those kind. Now, Tyler, you are a senior right now, right? Yep. You are a strong, strapping-looking young man. Dad, do you play other sports as well? I did hockey throughout my years, Yeah, Good for you. Good for you. And Andrew, what's your background? What did, what, you grew up doing what? When did you start fishing?
7: I started fishing ever since I could start walking. <laughs> um, and,
0: and who was your mentor? How did you start? You don't pick up a fishing rod when you're two years old unless someone tells you to.
7: No, sir. My dad started up, me off when I was really young, and it, I think my love for fishing grew whenever I caught my, my first crappie I ever caught was a 15-inch, Holy, and bonus. it went on the wall. We yeah. caught it on Turtle Lake,
0: in the in Shoreview. Yes, really. All, all down. downhill from there. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a, tomorrow morning there'd be fifteen thousand boats on Turtle Lake trying to catch <laughs> yeah. a fifteen-inch crappie. <laughs> I can guarantee you this: Mark's caught a fifteen-inch crappie. I uh, don't think Sam has. I know I haven't done so as well. So that's that's like shooting a you know a hundred and eighty-point buck you know uh, for a Boone and Crockett or what you want to call it for uh, on your first deer. Uh, well, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. So uh, how did you get involved in this then? And what is the age limit when you can start this thing? Can you start this as a 13-year-old?
5: Yeah. So we, our club, various clubs run different age groups, right? So the the actual league, so say Minnesota Junior Bass, for example, right, has from third grade on up through eighth is our juniors. And then we've got high school, which would 9 through 12, right? So depending on if a club wants to run a junior team and wants to have, you know, a, that logistics of running a youth program as well. You know, you've got to have parents that are on board. So typically we have a youth program. We don't like, we offer to start um, fifth and sixth grade is kind of when we want to start so that they can become our future high school anglers. And and quite a few of our kids have come up through that program.
0: I'm just thinking of all the logistics and how difficult and complicated it must be and how many hours and how much time is involved and how many people do you need I have so much respect for you guys. Do you have enough volunteers? Because everyone's a volunteer in what you guys are doing, right?
5: So, yeah. So there, uh, Derek Doberstein is uh, another teacher up at uh, Rogers High School, and he is a state director for Minnesota Junior Bass, and I'm his assistant state director. And we run a high school program with over 600 anglers, high school anglers, and 80 to 100 youth anglers, or junior anglers. And... That program, without all the coaches that volunteer, all of the you know conference commissioners that volunteer, and then getting those boaters right. So these kids, if they don't have a parent who is their boater or a grandparent, we end up reaching out to local clubs. You have a lot of programs like Matt is in, right, and, and sub programs that are just a little bit uh, amateur anglers that give back and and oftentimes are the boaters for these kids. So,
0: so Jen, yeah. you talked about being one of the coaches. Uh, for, the, for the White Bear Lake High School Fishing Club. What are your responsibilities? Other, do you get in the boat when they go to tournaments and those kind of things?
4: Um, as far as the coach, no, we can. Um, I've always joked with my two boys that do you, I can drive a boat. Do you want me to boat you? And they're as nice as can be. They're like, no, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you could
4: find us someone else, that would be great. I'm like, okay.
0: I think that's probably better. I think that I makes sense. Too. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. So go ahead, go ahead. what happens
5: is, is a lot of our volunteers, whether that's coaches or, or like the tournament director myself, and, and Jen is often our waymaster, so what we end up doing is, is as kids come in, we check them in in the morning, the boats come in, uh, we you know have to run the logistics of checking them all in, making sure that everybody's got their, their live well working, uh, make sure their kill switch is working on their boat, make sure everything is up to snuff as far as that's concerned, safety regulations. And then when it comes to weigh-in time, you know, we've got uh, volunteers on the dock that are helping with kids get their fish, bring them up for weigh-in. And Jenna's been our weighmaster several times and uh, have, you know, all those different volunteers are what make it work. And sometimes we even have parents that step in to help with that.
0: You know, people don't understand how much is involved with these kind of things. Matt was has been involved in this stuff for, for a long, long time. The Bass was unbelievable what we went through last night as well. Do you guys, Matt and, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Matt and, uh, and no, no, Tyler and Andrew, do you guys ice fish as well? And is the Ice Fishing League involved in the winter as well for high school?
5: It is. I, I think Andrew probably, these two could tell you they're also involved with a couple companies
0: locally as well. Well, so. let's, let, let's let Andrew talk first about that. So we are involved
7: with Clam, Blackfish, and All Terrain, and we have been ice fishing with them for two years now? Yep. Yeah,
6: that's correct.
7: And... We have just been out in the community helping. We go to a
6: uh, what's the name
7: of it? Disabled Outdoorsmen event every year, and we help them ice fish throughout the year through clam.
0: It's amazing. Good for you guys. And you do the same thing, right, a young man? Yeah, me and him are right there together. We're
6: doing it all together. So we're both out there helping as much as we can. And we're, I mean, we're fishing and hunting together all the time.
0: You know, I tell you what. We, last night I mentioned this at at. Uh, the uh, the bassinators, bassinators banquet, uh, you have to learn you have to give back you know what you're learning from these guys integrity cooperation ethics you know communication all these other kind of things you're learning intrinsically because you don't even know as you're learning this stuff you're learning how to fish become a better fisherman but in the long run you're becoming better persons and you have to give back to the kids who are six seven eight nine years old as well so it continues on and keep this industry going. <laughs> kudos to you guys hats off to you guys man i I appreciate that we We always
5: we always joke that my boat's been in more tournaments than i'm never in it it's on the water but someone's using it or something and not to i mean to my wife's chagrin but it is it is out there being used all the time and right like that's what we see in our industry is people that are willing to always jump in what's needed
0: tyler what's the best thing for you in the last five years or so involved in the White Bear Lake High uh, High School Fishing Club. What's the best thing that you've come across?
6: Um, It is just all the people. I mean, you meet so many cool people, and all they do is help you out. And it is just – I'm more than grateful to have people help me out, get me through the years, and it's just – it's amazing. Just the people and everybody really help you out. Andrew, same question.
7: i got to say, when I went down to Nationals in South Carolina, the people that were there – Boat marshalling, not boat marshalling, but helping people launch and all that. And everybody you talked to that was fishing down there was the most nice people you have ever met.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about going down to South Carolina or North Carolina.
7: Both. It was on Lake Hartwell it Borders, both.
0: I'll tell you what, Matt, you can leave because we got a big shot here, too. Yeah, we don't right? need you anymore. You can go watch the, uh, watch the wild game. We'll talk so, to you. <laughs> it's funny when you're talking
3: these... They're so humble, and they talk about the team, and they talk about what they're not telling you is these kids can flat-out fish. Yeah, imagine. They are extremely good anglers, and we see it every year, you know, where somebody graduates, and suddenly they're in the Champions Tour as a competitor, no longer a boat marshal, but they're fishing against us, and they are light years ahead of where I ever was when I came into this. So don't kid yourself about the
0: humility of these kids. They can flat out fish. Yeah, boy. Hey, Jim, where did you get your background? How come you started fishing?
4: My parents, I grew up in a very outdoorsy family. I have an older brother who's four years older, and I was on his coattails, hunting, fishing, snowmobiling, you name it. I was outside. Good
0: for you. How many events, to go back to, to Monty there, how many events are there? every summer now there's there's this is an all year round this is an all year round thing for you guys right yeah all right
5: so uh to break it down just in an easy way minnesota junior bass station runs we have 10 conferences around the state so we run 10 different conferences they all run three tournaments then we run three juniors tournaments as well so and then our state tournament and our qualifiers so we end up running as a league we run 37 tournaments um now, kids can fish in their conference, their three tournaments. They can also fish uh, another league, student angler organization. There's a couple other leagues out there where kids can go fish. So these kids can fish the Muskie, Inc. Uh, high school state tournament. Uh, these guys can fish, you know, if they're young enough, they can fish bassinators, which is for juniors. Uh, there are They can actually fish adult leagues with Minnesota Bass Nation as well. So these kids could fish as much as they wanted if you know if money were no object right and you know we run at least 3 conference tournaments though is and that's been the beauty of this system is we have conferences where these kids have gotten to know their fellow competitors so we, typically it's 5 to 6 teams in a conference and so for example i saw today a kid who fished for Centennial Holden Zinda he he was fishing for them last year graduated now he's fishing for Liberty University he got eighth place. It's fun to watch kids that I've watched through four and five years come through programs. Even though they're not my kids, it's it's been fun to watch. So. Are
0: all of these tournaments bass fishing tournaments? Those
5: are except for the Muskie Inc., but other than that. And right. we run weekly tournaments. So we run in our club, we run just weekly tournaments with like the Fish Donkey app. We'll run that on a Tuesday night. Right. So from 4.30 to 8 o'clock kids can come and fish their parents can fish whoever's in there right we have separate leagues in the in the app and we can fish for bass, or we can choose, you know, a certain technique for one night to practice and learn, or we use, you know, we go after a different species that night and say this is what you need to go after. You
0: know, this reminds me of a, a, a little bit about high school trap shooting and, and whatnot because it's the same thing. They, they, they built a monster, and all of a sudden, here we go, here we go, here we get so darn big. You think now what do we do? Yeah. Like yep. there's Absolutely. hardly any place for anyone to shoot that kind of thing. And I'm thinking, does it, seriously, this is a question both for for Jen and Matt. Does it ever get to the point where you think, think, "I can't. I can only do so much. I'm my ass is dragging." You know, and then, you know what I'm talking about. It has to be, but you can't stop. You built yourself a monster. Talk a bit about that. This is a difficult thing for you guys. This commitment is a big, big deal.
5: Yeah, we come in. We come into every year as directors, and and we just met on uh, Thursday night with our conference commissioners from all over the state and we just said you know what are we looking at how are we doing and every year at the end of the year we sit down and go well if we grow what are we going to end up doing which we are where can we fit conferences where can we fit kids where can we fit teams into those conferences to allow these kids access right that's our biggest goal is always getting them access and obviously lake size and and things parking all that's a restriction and now the state has come down with a few more restrictions as far as permitting is concerned and so it's just one more hoop to jump through and yeah, I also coach the white bear Lake trap and skeet, so yeah, we that's a fun one as well.
0: <laughs> do you recognize your wife when you get home? Or do you ever see her or just yeah, be, do you do? I get home at nine thirty, ten o'clock at
5: night <laughs> a lot of times. So <laughs> got about a minute tonight.
0: and a half, young man. We'll start with uh uh Tyler here. Where do you want to be in the next three, four, or five years as far as fishing is concerned?
6: Um definitely making money. I mean <laughs> I, it, oh would be, it would be awesome fishing against Matt. That I think that would be pretty awesome. Or going to a college and fishing the college series for bass. Um, just trying to fish as much as I can because, I mean, I just I love it so much.
0: Don't tell anybody. Uh, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm proud of you. Keep on just fighting. Keep going for it. Andrew, the same question.
7: You know, I've been looking into colleges for bass fishing, and I've been kind of looking at, like, Clemson and all that for the bass league and i'm super excited i'm hoping to go to clemson for an engineering
0: degree and bass fishing well i'm excited about it i tell you what andrew and tyler and and uh monty and jen uh, be proud of yourselves thank you guys and you have to thank these people every day what not maybe not verbally but every day you go to bed thank god for what you got and thank these folks for everybody who helps you along the way, because without them, you guys are a squat. You understand that, right? And make sure you continue to give back. Will you please? Yes, yeah. sir. Thanks for being on the Four Outdoors, my buddy. It's it's a great, great story. Thank Keep, you. Yeah, yeah thank, you. Cool. thank you so much. Thank you for having us. We're gonna be right back with our buddy Matt Thompson, the big bass fishing tournament guy, and uh, we got some stories to share. We'll be right back.
3: Listen to Total Country
2: Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Thanks to Aurora Asphalt and Concrete. Go to aurora-asphalt.com for a free quick estimate.
0: You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devils covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten of possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com and thanks. It's time for Capra Sporting Goods Ice Fishing
1: Clearance Sale. Get select ice fishing stuff for up to 30% off. Get huge discounts on electric augers like Strike Master, Ion, and Razor. Electronics like Garmin LiveScope, Vexlar, Markham, Otter and Eskimo sleds and hubs, rods, reels, tackles, and more. These are the best deals of the year. In-store only. Call or come in for specific pricing on what you're looking for. While supplies last, Capra's Outdoors on Highway 65 in Blaine. You know who has deals? Capra's has deals.
3: HVAC Professionals, you don't have to drive to thrive because Daziel HVAC is growing. Incredible career opportunities are available at Daziel Heating and Air. In fact, you're invited to attend their job fair this Monday, April 24th from 2 to 6 at 4375 Highway 55 Southeast in Buffalo. No resumes needed. Openings
1: exist for customer service reps, service apprentice, experienced service professionals, and lead and apprentice install. Can't make job fair? Give them a call or apply online at HVAC.
0: HVAC.com. A Balsam Beach Resort is just five miles south of Bemidji. Not just to fish, but completely enjoy a memorable family experience. Sure, multi-species fishing on beautiful Lake Plantagenet is superb. But with the heated pool, all the lakeshore water toys, basketball court, bonfires at night, Balsam Beach Resort is a must. Patty and Clint, they work their butts off to make sure that the cabins and grounds are spotless and your guests are going to make memories. They're going to last a lifetime. Trust Strewman on this one check out balsambeachresort.com. Arrowhead Outdoors and Ely, Minnesota. It's a beautiful destination with Minnesota's best fishing outfitter based on the Star Tribune's Reader's Choice Awards of 2022. Chris and Steve of Arrowhead Outdoors have one big goal. That's to make sure all of us enjoy spring and summer months in Ely during 2023. Hey, there's only one bait store in Ely that's open all year round, which shows a commitment to everyone who loves the outdoors, relish the doorstep to the BWCA. That's Arrowhead Outdoors.
1: Upgrade your summer fun and save big with Power Lodge Power Sale. For a limited time, save up to $3,500 on select aluminum and fiberglass fishing boats from brands like Alumacraft, Smokercraft, and Triton. Save up to $21,000 on select new Godfrey and Bennington pontoons. Hit the trails this summer with the new CF Moto Z4 side-by-side, starting at $99.99. Hit the lakes and trails in style this summer. The Power Lodge Power Sale, going on now. Not all brands carried in all locations. Visit or call your local Power Lodge for more details.
4: Country
1: Bob Welcome back to the Four Outdoorsmen. Sam and I are back in studio. We took a little wild break. And uh, we're here. Last night at the Bassinators uh, Benefits, Matt Thompson spoke and I just loved his story and his message and how he became a bass fisherman, so we decided to bring him on, and he was nice enough to come. And so we want to welcome Matt Thompson. I'm going to go over some of his highlights. Uh, Ten-time Yeti Big Bass Award winner, 2021 Moolah Cup champion, uh, 2022 Angler of the Year, that's a huge one, and the 2022 Moolah Cup champion. Uh, Welcome to the studio, Matt Thompson.
3: Thank you. I appreciate you having me.
1: Uh, I loved your story, uh how you got your start, and so we're gonna i I hope you can go over it a little bit with this audience how you were a musky guy and you told some great musky stories and um why don't you tell briefly how you got into the bass world
3: you know and, and it's it's ironic because it's not something that I ever thought about. i not only did I not think about getting into bass fishing, I made fun of bass fishing <laughs> they were to me, a bass was a sewer trout. Right, mm-hmm. it was what muskies ate for fun. <laughs> so, and it's one of those deals that uh, you, you always have to challenge yourself. You always have to keep yourself motivated. And muskies, not not that they were easy, but it was something where I wasn't enjoying it anymore. Right. And instead of walking away completely from fishing, I was fortunate enough to have some good friends in the industry that decided. To take me bass fishing, and I got hooked. And I'm also fortunate enough because I I did well enough on the muskie side of life that I knew a lot of people in the industry. I kind of got places I wanted to go. And when this Champions Tour came out, it was invite only. Uh-huh. And it was, and it, what's ironic about it is that the, the gentleman that owns and runs the uh, champion store, his name is Scott Bonema, and he's one of the best friends with Mark Fisher, and it was invite only, and I was looking at the invite list, and I'm looking at the anglers that were coming into it, and it was Dean Capra, it was Mark Fisher, right? It was James Linder, it was uh, Seth Fighter, it was all of these people, and yeah, Turns out that I wasn't on that invite list. (laughs) After you
1: pass them an envelope, then what happened? Yeah,
3: no, no, there was no getting in. And I fought tooth and nail and pulled every friendship card I could. (laughs) And, nope, there was no getting in. So they had qualifiers where we could fish our way. You you could win and in. And I came in second and third place and four qualifiers. I could not get in. I couldn't. But I kept winning the Big Bass Award. So, and, and those didn't count, obviously, towards yeah. my standings now. But it was one of those things where I made enough noise, I made enough racket. Jim Moyno, who's one of the biggest names from the state of Minnesota, who's gone nationally, he's, literally he's our Roland Martin for mm-hmm. the state of Minnesota. Right? He's that guy. He fishes the Champions Tour. And there was an overlap of a BSS event and the champions tour on Lake Minnetonka in 2018 and he couldn't make it. So they called me and said, you got two days from now, we have the champions tour on Lake Minnetonka. It's yes or no. You can fish it. Well, what am I going to say? No. (laughs) So now I hang up the phone and I'm like, okay, so I got to go to Lake Minnetonka and bass fish. And I've never bass fished on Lake Minnetonka in my life. And, it turns out guys are pretty good on that body of water. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I did it. And if if it was the deal was that if I finished in the top uh, top ten, I got an automatic invite for the following year. Uh, or I'm sorry, if I finished in the top seven, I got an invite for the following year. If I finished in the top ten, I made the championship that year. And I was able to finish in six. So Good for you. here I am. Good what for you. Um, long story? I guess. No, that's that's <laughs> a great <laughs> story. Good for you, and it's
1: obviously working out for you. What about musky fishing helped you become a better bass fisherman?
3: You know, and, and I get asked that question all the time because, and what's ironic about it is I fish in MLF style format, and for your listeners. Uh, you have the BSS-style format. You have the MLF-style format. You have the classic five fish, bring them in, the big stage, weigh in, write the, ooh. The MLF-style format is where somebody, you have a boat marshal, you catch the fish, they weigh the fish, it immediately uh, hits the internet, you release the fish, and you keep going. So it's gotten a stigma about it that it's a small fish tournament right it's a oh it's a catch as many small fish as you can and whereas the big five that's you're just trying to catch big fish well when i came into this style of event being a muskie fisherman all i knew how to do was focus on big fish mm-hmm. nobody ever said hey I, I would love to catch some small muskies today right right and the last thing you want to be known is the guy that is going to take you out and catch a bunch of small muskies right <laughs> yeah so It was easy for me to make the transition to focusing on big bass because I had focused on big fish. I wasn't used to catching lots of fish. I was used to catching big fish. So I was never down. I never allowed myself to be down if I only caught 10 fish for the day because they were all big ones. The other thing was is what I came to realize extremely quickly was big muskies and big bass relate to the same structure they use a lot of the same forage Uh, their water temperature and their metabolism really lent itself to each other and so I was able to fine-tune a lot of things that I was doing very quickly and it transferred his success
0: it has you know I've I've never fished in a tournament of course uh, but it's my understanding that every fishing tournament you have a partner am i correct there's always two people two fisher persons in the boat so in a classic five fish tournament it's a team tournament
3: sometimes it's a pro-am where i I might meet my amateur angler that night at the rules that's fun yeah right yeah, yeah um but in our style of format it's you and that's where you know i'm fortunate enough that i've met the white bear fishing team um the champion steward, our boat marshals, are the student anglers. Cool. Right? Without the student anglers, there is no champion steward. Because with what that boat marshal's job, my job's the easy job. I catch a fish. I have to bring it in the boat. It can't touch the boat, can't touch my body, other than my hand. I have to unhook it. I bring it back to them. They have a scale. I hang it on the scale. They tell me what the weight is. I un undo it from the scale i hold it up for a picture and i have to release it below the gunnel then they write it on a piece of paper i have to initial it and now i'm allowed to cast again is there a time limit that you have between catching the fish and releasing the fish no and the key is is i'm not allowed to make another cast till every one of those steps Mm -hmm. has been followed and here's the deal The, the beauty of our format is people can watch it live at home. They know exactly what's happening every minute because it's the real live wall app is tracking us the whole time. The key with that is though, is that piece of paper. I have to initial that piece of paper before I make another cast a, if I don't, that fish does not count because when we come in, they turn in that paper and if there's one that's not initialed, it doesn't count. It doesn't matter if it's on the app or not.
0: Jen is right over there shaking her head up and down as a yes, yes, yes. So you have been at Boat Marshall. You are involved in that part of the game.
4: I was fortunate to Boat marshal for Matt. Oh, sweet. <laughs> i it was. a lot. There you go, a small lot. world.
1: Yes.
3: Well, and that's what I was telling you is the humility of the anglers, but it's also the humility of these two. So the amount of time and effort and travel and everything that they do, so we were at Pelican Lake, which is four and a half hours from here. And one of the student anglers, the boat marshals, couldn't be there. And Jen stepped up to be a, mo- a boat marshal. Awesome. And she was my boat marshal. And, and I'll be honest with you, and I say this about every boat marshal I've had. When you say, well, it's two people in a boat and you're a team, these boat marshals for for us as anglers in the Champions Tour they're, we are a team we are because that that boat marshal's attitude directly dictates my attitude yeah. right if they're upbeat it keeps me upbeat if they're negative I'm I'm focused on that not on fishing
0: you know it's funny and, you talk about as soon as you mentioned the word about your your boat marshal's attitude yeah but Tyler started shaking his head like, man, this is you – no. Know, it's it, my mom's got – no, it's, It hasn't got much <laughs> – yeah, <it>, Her attitude <laughs> yeah, in a boat may yeah, be a yeah.
3: lot different than at dinner time. Oh, I, I see can't tell you that. What I can tell you is, though, is I, these boat marshals are, without a doubt, the most important aspect – of the Champions Tour. we And we keep talking about the words integrity and ethics and honesty. And the gentleman who owns the Champions Tour lives and dies off those, those words. But it transfers to the student anglers, the head of the student anglers, the coaches of the student anglers. It trickles on down to the student anglers, and it, in turn, changes us. The Champions Tour boat marshals have made me... A better person and there's no way that i can explain that but if you look at my career in fishing through video they have impacted
0: me in such a way that they have made me a better man so you're talking pretty much what you're saying without people like jen and monty and thousands of them over the country and these yeah. kids there's probably, I, there's, literally, there's there's no tours. There's not a whole lot of bass fishing tournaments without all the assistance from boat marshals and everybody else involved.
3: It's either that or I've got you as a boat marshal who doesn't have a job. You <laughs> know, some be, some crabby old guys sitting there, to, you know, yeah. saying, "Hey, can I fish?" No, shut yeah, up yeah, yeah. and run the scale. I've you talk go to the
5: bathroom.
3: <laughs> right. I don't know how to use the phone. I it, yeah. <laughs> you were talking about
0: Pelican Lake when I was growing up, and I didn't, uh, give me a second, you You're but uh, when I was growing up in grade school in the 1960s, my dad and my pretty wife, Diana's dad, fished Pelican Lake all the time, but it was for nothing but one pound sunfish, and apparently bluegills, one pounders were, n-
4: that was b- average, uh,
0: right, I'd never, I'd never been on Pelican Lake, but they brought back, and they, of course, you can keep 20 or 30 back then, and, and so that's no longer part of Pelican Lake, smallmouth basses and largemouth bass.
3: Smallmouth and largemouth. Small large yeah. the, the lake is such a fish factory. It's unbelievable. The beauty of it is, is they learned from, and you hit the nail right on the head with the bluegill thing, they they learned the, the lesson of measuring their success by a five-gallon bucket. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're right. The yeah. bass there are catch and release. Yeah. They're, so we're the only tournament that's ever been there. Because of the fact of our tournament, the Champions Tour strictly focuses on the care of the fish. All right.
1: So, w- what kind of lakes do you fish with the Champions Tour? Do you go down south a lot, or uh, what? What regions, and what? What is the difference between fishing for bass in Minnesota and down south? So I.
3: They were originally branching out. It was starting to become bigger and bigger and starting to reach from Wisconsin down to the through the Dakotas, uh-huh. maybe down Illinois and Iowa. and then Covid hit, yeah, right? And it kind of rained everybody back in mm-hmm. that what you'll find is we are fortunate. If you're a bass fisherman,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I don't care what state you go to in this country. There is no state you're going to fish that compares to Minnesota. And even anglers that live in Florida, that live in California, Mm -hmm. the anglers that live in Georgia and the Carolinas love coming here for tournaments. Now, are you going to catch 10-pounder? Are you going to catch 11? No. But they will tell you there's no state they can go to where they can run a 3, a 4, or a 5-pound average as consistent as they do in the state of Minnesota our minnesota dnr with the regulations they have and the way they support bass fishing is unmatched and unrivaled in the united
0: states we'll finish up with you in a couple of seconds but we've got three minutes go back to jen and monty there white bear lake high school fishing club you got a special event coming up talk about that would you guys yeah
5: we do uh four weeks from from today on may 21st we're looking to do uh our first annual flea market and swap meet and it's geared toward outdoors and fishing. You know, obviously, fishing is our thing. Uh, but we'd like to see anything that really is with the, having to do with the outdoors. Obviously, no guns and ammo. Uh, but we are running this out of our White Bear Lake South Campus High School. Good encounter at our, there, right? Yeah. yeah. At, at, our, uh, at our parking lot. So we have hundreds of spots to sell. And what we're doing is basically for a $20 donation to the team, which gets us a small fundraiser, you know, basically helps us out with our time is we get, we give them two parking spots side by side that they can put up a tent, put up tables, right? We really just want to help people empty their garages out. You know, I know I've got four ice mm-hmm. houses uh, in my garage right now that, you know, portables. Our first meeting back in January, we gave away five five, five portables to kids that were donations. So. I know there's a lot of guys out there like me that are looking to clean out their garages this spring, probably make their wife happy. Um, we were planned before Mother's Day to try and make it really work, but uh, we had to push it back to the 21st. And really, we're just trying to get the outdoor community and anglers around the Twin Cities together.
0: What uh, what What is your goal as far as, I mean, you have no idea what this is going to do. We've never done it before. Yeah. You're going to try to make some money. A right. little bit. We, we made it moderate.
5: We didn't try it. We're not trying to make a whole lot of money as we're selling 120 spots, right? That's going to get us, what, $2,400? I mean, it's as a fundraiser, that sounds like a lot of money, but really for how big it is potentially in this huge parking lot and hundreds of, of people coming through potentially, um, it's not very much. But we don't care. The, the goal is to get the community of outdoor people and anglers out there you know and say hi and press the flesh and and you know make connections and for our anglers to be
0: a part of that we will uh we'll promote it heavily on the show here the next couple of weeks we you promise you it'll be on our website and all those other kind of things so uh excited for what you guys are doing as well we're going to finish up with uh, matt thompson here what have you got some tournaments finished uh, all scheduled for this we got about a middle left what's what's up with matt thompson in 2023
3: you know what? I, and You were looking at my bio a little bit earlier. I, uh, I, I've got two things on my checklist, the bucket list for the Champions Tour. I'm going to win an event this year, Attaboy. and I want to win the championship. I've won the Big Bass Awards more than anybody else. I've won the Moolah Cup, the first two years of the Moolah Cup. I've won Angler of the Year. I want a win on the event, and I want to win the
0: championship. That's my bucket list this year. You sound as motivated as as uh, young Tyler over there, man. He's uh, you're the you're the man. Don't get in his way. Don't get in your way. That's for sure. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah I'm all for him making money in this. Once I'm done,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what. Thanks to everybody for being on the Four Outdoors. We got Jen, We got Andrew Tyler, Monty. All those guys are from the the White Bear Lake High School Fishing League and, and club. And thanks to you guys, Jen and Monty for doing what you do, and everybody else involved in volunteering. Matt Thompson, the big bass guy, thanks for joining us in The Four Outdoorsmen. We're going to follow your career as well. Thanks, everybody, for the, listening to The Four Outdoorsmen. Sam and Mark and I say thank you to you, and my buddy Mark's got something to say.
1: Get outside and make some memories.